0: what's up homegirls and welcome back to part two of restoration featuring diana on this episode we're going to continue to learn about her journey her darkness her struggle and ultimately what pulled her out of that and what brought her to become the woman she is today so as i mentioned before we are covering pretty sensitive material in this episode and i want you to feel safe and comfortable so please if you find any of this information to be a bit triggering please utilize the resources in the description of this episode hope you enjoy hey girl you're about to get cozy in alia's corner so grab that wine grab that tea and let's get cozy
1: but um yeah just text everybody and i'm like it's no baby and then i didn't talk to them until maybe jay Gray.
0: okay so so they had yeah. Okay. See. Hold on. Look. You got me stumbling. I'm trying to get us together. Oh my gosh. No, because your your testimony is real. Your testimony no, for real. Because like, Listen. Yeah. In in context to the homegirls, like, you know, we went to college together. We had like one class together, but it's not like we were in cahoots and always talking and checking. Yeah. So it's like when I'm seeing it on Instagram, I'm learning literally essentially to like equivalent to somebody off the street. That's like on your mm-hmm. page. Right. Like no context yes. at all.
1: So like, like what's going on. Right.
0: Nothing. Right. So, so me listening to this is just like, Oh my gosh, like that, that that's a lot. Okay. So the yeah. friends, so the friends received the message of what was happening, uh-huh. but that was just it. Cause it was like, after that, I, that can't give it. Nothing else. Yeah. I got it
1: to give, like, you know, this and just, exactly. that's gonna be it. okay. I don't even think, uh, like, did I tell my best friend? Nobody really knows anything. Like, I've never talked about like what actually happened. They know that I was pregnant and I lost the baby, but like nobody currently? knows Yeah, currently. Wow. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. Cause like I said, I'm the type of person I go through something and I put it away. Yeah. So they knew that like I was pregnant. They knew that I lost the baby. They knew that I was not in a good space for a very long time. They knew that I came out of it. And now, be honest you, Like, that's okay. it. And we okay. just carried on. Okay. Like, we just carried on. Okay. They know me. So it, it's like, if I say, let's move on, that's what it is. You no, know, I
0: understand. Yeah. I understand. Like, you, you know your friend, right? Like, mm-hmm. you you read the room. You adjust to, to how to yes. what she's saying. So the your, you can tell that your friends respect you
1: if it's yes. a thing of, like, oh, I yes. don't want to do it, like, let's Balogies. move on. And They're they very, love you. We're very big on that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I went home, right after the miscarriage, I, re- I went home, um, thank God, it, I had a pre-scheduled trip planned to Virginia uh, for the month of December, the entire month of December. I saw my friends on my birthday, and like I said, I was 20 pounds smaller, I wasn't eating, I wasn't drinking, like, I was just in a bad place, and when they see me on my birthday, they was like, they said that I acted like I didn't know them. <laughs> like, I was out of it. I was just super high. And I was just like, for real, for real, I don't want y'all here. But uh-huh. my mom is insisting that I see some people. So I'm going to let y'all come. But yeah, y'all got to go. So <laughs> they see me. It was like, oh, she's down bad. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, bye. That was the first time they even see me. I was just like, text them. I'm in town. Y'all can come by on my birthday. And they was like, okay. And then they came by. They seen me. And they was like, you act like you never knew that. And it was like, they left. Uh. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Horrible. My community is amazing i was just telling my parents they are so amazing like i have been through a lot of things in my life and um i've always wondered like what my value is to the people around me and how like how much do i really mean to people you can call for anything like you want to fight we can do that you need some money we what's going on like call call me and like whatever you need is so when you are that friend sometimes you don't always get that right then and there and it doesn't mean that it's it's not coming you just don't get it right then and there and if you are not the type of person who can handle that sometimes it may make you resentful towards people and that's not at all how I felt but it did have me kind of questioning what do I mean to those around me Mm. in this situation It really showed me that, like, it showed me that I am loved beyond measure. Like all of the love that I have poured out to people, I've gotten that back. So since my situation, and when I was in the situation, clearly I was not in a space to receive all of that. It was very Mm -hmm. overwhelming for me. It made me very resentful. It made me kind of, you know, seclude myself. But now that I'm out of it and I can kind of look back from a holistic point of view, I'm so thankful for every single person in my life. Even those people who did not know me for real, because my mama had people praying for me. Mm-hmm. Like, she had the prayer warriors out. Mm-hmm. People that love me off the strength of they love somebody that I knew. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Even that, that love was felt, so, and it's just so amazing because not everybody has that. And I'm glad that I did. still people right now who let me know that I'm still praying for you every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though I decided that I didn't want to be a Christian, I wanted to distance myself. I'm done with God. Because of those people, God wasn't done with me. Yeah. And I'm just so so thankful um i owe them everything all of the love that i gave them before times 10 so like Mm -hmm. i'm so thankful that has to feel so amazing like so special and
0: and i and i can i can understand you from there like i'm the mom friend like you know what do you need come talk Mm -hmm. to me what's going on like that's me and I'm very emotional so I'm very Mm -hmm. sensitive so sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes I can wear that like Mm -hmm. I can wear what my friends are going through Mm -hmm. um and it and they look at me because overall I'm a pretty like optimistic bubbly person so sometimes you can look at me and be like oh Aaliyah's good like Aaliyah's happy Aaliyah's okay Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like no bitch like I need a hug like I'm not okay (laughs) know no, but um so that's the no. main message obviously is is your your testimony but I like how you put that in there and mm-hmm. and another just um a test to check on your friends you know and and also too yes. not taking everything so personal right like it sounds like your community mm-hmm. saw like My sister right here, like my sister is struggling right now, but I'm not going to take this and be angry with her. I'm not going to take this and be like, oh, I don't fuck with her because she ain't tell me what was going on. Like you have women around you, like self-assured women that love you genuinely and we can move on. Like I'm here with you up, down, Mm -hmm. middle, low, whatever. And that, that's a community that you want to keep. So it's great that you have that.
1: For real. Cause I was a bitch
0: like real bad. (laughs) Like I was, I was so mean. So I know your birthday, your birthday is near Christmas, right? Your birthday's on Christ- it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Okay. Yeah. I knew mm-hmm. your birthday was near holiday. Mm-hmm. So also in your post, you talked about the significance and maybe you touched on this because you said that you didn't want to, you know, commit suicide near a holiday because in your post, you mentioned mm-hmm. the significance of. Um, you asking God like if you can make or if God tell me you can make it to your birthday or vice versa I know you'll clean it Mm -hmm. up for me that Mm -hmm. everything will be okay so tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah okay so this answer is twofold Um, I did uh, touch on it um I'm very, very big on birthdays, and i'm I've always been really big on my birthday just because, like I said, I give out so much love when it comes to my birthday. I really do expect to get that back, so <laughs> I love Christmas, I love my birthday, and I've always the way that I was gonna go out, I would never do it around the holiday um just because i I feel like Christmas brings joy, mm-hmm. and I would never want. To like take away the joy and put like a dark cloud over that time period for the people that love me. Um So that's, you know, the first half of that. The second half of why this was so significant is I am a uh, preacher's daughter. I grew up in the church and I feel like now that I'm growing into my womanhood, I'm starting to have a relationship with God on my own. When I started to commit suicide and I literally was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Here's here's the plan. That was the first time in my life that I clearly heard God say, wait. Like I heard him say, wait, till your birthday. And mind you, this was during a time where I said I was intentionally distancing myself Mm. from God. And yet I still heard him. So I felt like that was really significant because here I was. I'm done with God, and I'm not talking to God. I'm not saying my grace. I don't want to hear nobody even mention God to me. And yet, I can sit like this I hear him, and he's like, "Uh huh." Man, this whole my uh-huh. whole life see like something. This is it. Right. So when when he said that, I was just like, "Wow!" Literally, I was just like, "Wow!" And initially, I didn't, like, receive it because I was just so, so determined to do what I wanted to do. And like I said, I was already fed up with him. Uh, I was disappointed um, in him. And I was just like, "Eh, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. And then it just, like, it started to be a consistent, wait, wait, wait. So I told my mom, and I was just like, this is how I feel. This is what I heard God say. And like, I'm contemplating. I'm weighing my options. Like I said, I I research a lot of things. I like to make informed decisions. So, like, here I am researching this, but hearing God tell me to like hold off, like, mm-hmm. this way. And I thought that like, when I finally did come to that sort of idea of, all right, I'm going to wait till after my birthday, you know. I, I had set a time frame in January, like I said, I'm a planner mm-hmm. and I'm a researcher. I'm a so too. Uh-huh. I, I did my research and I had my planner. I thought that when my birthday came, because God told me to wait after my birthday, I thought that my birthday was gonna magically like be a good day, mm-hmm. and it was the complete opposite. Like mm-hmm. I think that my birthday that year, 2022, was the second worst day of my life. Worst day of my life was definitely November 20th. Second worst day of my life was December 24th, 2022 because here I am, God told me to wait and I waited and now I feel like shit. Like, Mm. I feel horrible. Why would you tell me to wait just for me to just feel as bad as I've been feeling? Like, what am I waiting for? Mm -hmm. And when I I literally woke up out of my sleep, like, I was Like, when I say my mom was tormented at that point in time, like, I woke up devastated. Like, I wrote, just, I was just not happy. My family had decided to celebrate Christmas on my birthday because I didn't want to celebrate my birthday. Um, Uh And I wanted to just go head back, um, head back, just leave the area on actual Christmas. So we was just like, all right, we're just going to act like it's Christmas. We're not gonna acknowledge me on the great day her friends are gonna come over, I guess to like see her, but whatever, and here I was, like I got all these people I got to see. I'm in so much pain, I'm devastated. not only that, like I'm ashamed for some odd reason, like as a woman, it is very shame to be a mystery. you kind of have to deal with the possibility that you may not be a mother, like is this mm-hmm. a sign that I'm never gonna experience motherhood? So on top of that, I'm dealing with grief, I'm dealing with shame, I'm dealing with resentment, major depression, and, like, God, you told me to wait and I'm still dealing with this. So, Mm -hmm. like, why did you even, like, say that to me? Right. Because I don't feel any better
0: and it's very layered your journey and what you're saying to me, like as I'm listening, it's one thing, another thing, then another thing and then a sprinkle yeah. of that and then a little bit of this. So it's just, it, I can, um, I can see how you can be in that space and you just get more and more funneled into a feeling of mm-hmm. darkness because it's kind of like nothing, yeah. nothing is happening for me. Right. Um. So, mm-hmm. so then what was the what was the pivot for you? What was the change for you? Because you did end up at the end of your post, you end up sharing that mm-hmm. you go from this space of like not essentially not fucking with it, like I ain't fucking with I ain't fucking yeah. with church, I ain't fucking with the Bible, I ain't fucking with God, mm-hmm. to God being the very, you yes. know, man that yes. pulled you out. Like, how did that happen?
1: I feel that the pivotal point was when I heard God say, "Wait." and I decided to listen okay I feel like it was the choice um so there is a scripture in the bible I'm I'm not a bible suffer y'all so I can't tell you what the scripture is but you need I've still learned Um, Uh there's a scripture (laughs) in the bible that says I give you a choice between life and death choose life So I felt like the pivotal point was when God told me to wait and I decided to wait. And I I, like I chose life in a sense, Mm -hmm. Um, not because that's what I wanted, because when it came down to my own decision, I was like, I'm out of here. But when God presented me with the decision to either take my life or wait on him, I chose life. So I felt like that was the turning point for everything. Even though it didn't feel good mm-hmm. from that point to my birthday. Mm-hmm. Just making the choice for of life, um, that was the turning point. Um, after my birthday came and went and it was horrible, Christmas came and went, I was still high, so I don't Christmas was a look. I was real high on Christmas. So <laughs> that I that was it. Um <laughs> December kind of wrapped up uh-huh. and oh, New Year and I'm like alright it's New Year's. I, th- I think it was like a week later the way it comes down and I was just like okay so I waited for my birthday and I don't know when I started to feel better feel like a weight was being lifted off of me but at some point between Christmas and New Year the 25th to December 31st so like six days in that period of six days, there there was a weight that was mm-hmm. consistently lifted off of me each day. So it was New Year's. I don't even think I waited up to twelve o'clock, but I was just like, all right, I waited. I do feel better. I don't feel good. Right. I, I, I do feel better, but I I still don't feel good. But you know what? Maybe I can't actually do this like maybe I can you know push on and like live so I was just like all right if I'm gonna live then clearly I have to do it with God like yeah okay so what does that look like I'm gonna be a Christian again but like I don't want to be I don't want to be where I was I want like God, if I'm going to have a relationship with you again, I need a new relationship. Like I mm. need it to be like just start from scratch. I need it to be fresh. Like I can't do life without you because I did it from you know November 20th, well about November 21st um, till now, and like literally, I felt like this is this gotta be what hell feel like—just mm. torment, depression, pain, unimaginable pain because people don't. Realizes, but when you go through a miscarriage, it's also like a birth, so there, like it's physically painful, and then mm. there's all of the stuff that kind of has to get out of you, mm. um, from that. So during that whole time, like I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm like the woman with the issue of blood and blah blah. Like I'm consistently mm. soaking. It's physically it was painful, yeah. so I'm just in a lot of pain. Period. But I'm starting to feel better and if i'm gonna do it i gotta do it with god so i just decided that i'm gonna have a new relationship with him and it's not gonna be based on what i do or what he does for me um but it's gonna be based on who he is and who i am in him and to, if i'm gonna if we're gonna have that type of relationship i have to be intentional about it mm-hmm. and i have to do the work um And that's when I decided that, all right, going forward in January, starting January 1st, every single day, I'm going to commit some part of my day to God, Mm. whether that's through prayer, um, spiritual journaling, praise and worship, reading scripture. I'm just going to try to seek God because I I couldn't do it without him.
0: That's beautiful. First off.
1: That that's
0: that's almost like it's something that you you feel like you read about or something but you're mm-hmm. not you, you it's not tangible right like that I feel yeah. like that's like a journey that it's like oh my gosh like this girl I listened to her but you're so far removed from it like that's what yeah. that almost feels like so it's like to have you here on the podcast and to listen to your story and to see you because y'all can't see her for the homegirls who are listening and she looks so together Thank
1: you, you look you don't
0: look like what you've been through Essentially, right? Like For you, me. you look, you look healthy, you look happy, Thank you know. And I, and I don't know your journey. I'm sure there may, you know, still be some days mm-hmm. that it, yeah, it, it's triggering and it's hard. But I'm thankful that you allow you, you listen to him, right? Thank and you. and you're here because, mm-hmm. and and that should also continue to get you excited in my opinion because I'm you know Mm -hmm. I'm trying to also strengthen my relationship with God Mm -hmm. and I listen to to PM my pastor pastor Uh Mike hallelujah and he talks about that he's like every day you're here it's -hmm. because you're you have to you're still on your um purpose and you're still on your walk to complete your assignment and I feel like you're you're not done He's like, I need you here. There's stuff I still need you to do. There's stuff I still need you to complete here on earth. And even Mm -hmm. you having this testimony, it's like there's stuff that can touch women and touch girls. And I just think that's just amazing. I'm so excited to see that
1: you are on the other side of it, you know? Thank you. I appreciate that. And when you talk about that um, purpose, um, before all of this, I, I have always kept a journal of things that I've been praying for. And consistently since 2017, since I started the journal, um, I was always praying for passion and purpose. Like mm. I felt like I never knew what like my purpose was. Like I know that like I like to serve people. I'm a human services major. I know that mm. I care a lot about people. I love people, but it's like, how do you really turn that into a passion or purpose? And what's crazy is I felt like. God used this situation to really show me what my purpose was and Mm -hmm. there like there was purpose out of my pain and I just Mm -hmm. realized that loving people really is a purpose there Mm -hmm. there's so much love that is needed in this world and I I can be that I'm that I'm that for my friends I'm that for my family and I want to really highlight like if you are the person who is the mother friend, the strong friend, that there is a purpose in that because people need you, for real, people need you. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this situation really highlighted that because I didn't realize, like I said, I knew that people loved me, but I didn't realize the depth of it until I went through what I went through. And I didn't realize the impact that I had on people until I, I was getting those messages and they were hearing that I wasn't in a good spot and they were reminding me of when I helped them push through. Like when I shared my testimony on Facebook, my middle school best friend commented, and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this uh, because it is on a public platform, which is why I feel comfortable. But my middle school best friend that I have not talked to in forever commented and told me that I don't know if you remember this, but the day after my sister committed suicide, you held me on my porch, and you helped me, like, wow. get through those feelings, and I, it, like, made me, like, break down, because I, I did not, but yes, the impact that I had on that person was so lasting that when I'm <laughs> going through my situation, she could pour that back into me, yep. and it was just crazy. <laughs> i
0: have sure, because it's just, like, that that's that's the that's the beauty of of seeing what seeing what God pulls you out of and now you're just on the Mm -hmm. other side and it's like he's just he's so good you know and I just I'm just so thankful to listen to you be able to have such a testimony that's so powerful that Mm -hmm. shows the evidence it shows the evidence you know but also even in your testimony you can be humble enough to be like but there was a point where I was like fuck that shit there was a point mm-hmm. that it, it you know what I'm saying it's not yes. so rainbows and sprinkles. no in, and your relationship with God is always just so high it's a relationship. Right? Relationship. it's a relationship it's a
1: relationship it's a relationship and I think that's, a, that's what people forget mm-hmm. a lot in religion we're so focused on religion and the things that we got to do yep. to be saved or not do to not go to hell People don't realize it's about the relationship and the mm-hmm. relationship it has the ups and downs. It has its disappointment. But one thing about God is he is consistent and yes. he does not faithful. change. Yep. He is faithful. He is committed to us and he is always there. And even when we go through our feelings, feelings and emotions, they're fleeting. They come and they go. Mm-hmm. But God, he remains the same. He's a constant and when you're in a relationship with somebody like that you can't give that up like mm-hmm. he ain't never gonna leave mm-hmm. me so like I, yes. I, mean, you, but I, I don't want to walk away but like God really is my man my man my man like <laughs> really yes. is for real for God real okay <laughs> and when I realized that I felt like I got a new sense of like hope like I have been so big since January on maintaining my inner peace, mm-hmm. um, and I think that no matter what, I know that just based off of the data and how life goes, I'm gonna have more low points. Yeah. It's not, it's not just up from here. It's gonna right. be highs and lows. But I now know that if God can bring me out of that, He can bring me out out of anything. Like I really have a. A new, a new appreciation for life. I feel like once you come out of that, um, you see life differently. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there was, there is purpose in my pain.
0: You know, I always leave it. I'm like, what would you tell the homegirls? Which I still am. But
1: okay. just, to,
0: just to recap, because yes. I feel like you said so many gems through this whole, like, yeah. episode. It's like they probably gonna have, you gonna have to run it back a few times. I don't know, but um. <laughs> But to 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 land it, right? Mm-hmm. so what what would be your recommendations? and it's gonna be a twofold. I'm gonna do okay. so what one, what would be your recommendations to women who have unfortunately experienced loss in that way of a miscarriage? That's my first one. What would you recommend to them? And then secondly, what would you recommend to anyone who is in this push and pull? kind of conflicted feeling with God. I know, I know you, earlier in the episode, you referenced, you know, to wait it out, keep going. Mm -hmm. But what, Mm -hmm. what like um, practical, like everyday um, tips would you give?
1: To the women who have experienced loss, um, know that you are not the only one. It does not make it feel any better, um, but it may, knowing, knowing that you're not alone. It's more common Um, than people think but I actually joined a miscarriage group on reddit Mm. and I started just to read about like people's journeys and how how devastating it is but how common it is just knowing that there are other women actively like we're all like anonymously live writing Mm -hmm. our stories and commenting on each other like right now like Mm -hmm. there was somebody that literally was going through what i was going through that same week who was just as far as me so like knowing that there are people around you that have had that experience may not around you but just knowing that um there is a sense of community a very sad community but But it's community. If, if you're the type of person who needs community, because I needed that. Mm-hmm. I was I isolated myself from everybody. So I needed to feel seen. Nobody well, that I know of. Mm-hmm. I, I've known people that have made the choice to terminate pregnancies, but I have not. You know, it's a little bit different. Loss is loss, period. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's a different type of loss when you don't have a choice. In Absolutely. Matter. It wasn't on um, your terms. That, yeah, this wasn't and, on your terms yeah, yeah and when you're like excited for it like I was so knowing that there are other people experiencing that helped me because like I said I don't share things mm-hmm. um so knowing that I could just like literally just get up here and like say whatever I wanted like a troll account about <laughs> grief like yeah. mm-hmm. that helped it helped me um it helped me to a certain point though so I I I do want to highlight this. There was a point where it started to get more depressing mm. um, just because I was already hopeless. And a lot of the people in that group group are hopeless. Like I was on my second month There are people in the group that were on their 8th, on their 10th, on their 12th, and they were consistently trying. Mm. So that, when I started thinking like, oh my God, like, what if this happens again? That's when I had to like, kind of resign or just not, not check in as much, but still like, I'm, I'm still in the group. I still, they don't want you to say anything religious, but I'll be out there still (laughs) (laughs) dropping
0: Drop a little
1: bit. Let them use you, girl. Let them them use you, okay? Putting love out there. Um, So definitely do that. Um, Read up on it. Um, Your physician or your OB, um, a lot of places don't even try to look for a solution to the third miscarriage, which is very devastating just because why do I have to experience three losses um, before we can even start to think of a solution? Um, but definitely do your research. If you're into researching, talk to your doctor. Um, and if you have someone who has experienced loss, whether it was a choice or not, um, talk to them about it. It's important to feel seen. Um, it's important to feel like somebody can relate to you. Um, so if you know somebody that has experienced a loss, reach out to them and like, it may be awkward, but it really does help. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would suggest those things, um for the women who have experienced loss. Now, as far as the girls that are going back and forth with their relationship with God, I have always lived by, when you are at your lowest point, God is the closest to you Um, and it's true. And I, it's especially true for me because there I was trying to distance myself from God. And he was, that was the first time he ever spoke to me out loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um so I really feel like that's true but you have to know that you have to know it for yourself um and what I mean by that is just your faith has to be strong it don't have to be abundant but it has to be a strong um like he says you could just have a mustard see the faith but you got to know that God is there and if you don't know that um it's not God that has to change because he does not change. He's constant. It's you. Mm-hmm. And I know it's kind of hard to like sort through. Like, I already feel like he, he's not here. What you mean? I got to change. Like, mm-hmm. what, I'm the one that's going through this. Yes, you are. But you have to open your heart. Um, you have to actively seek him, seek him. Um, because like i said he doesn't change and he is who he is and he's with you he is there yeah. um and if you don't know that you have you have to get to know that so one of the ways that i did it um a couple of the ways was spiritually pouring into myself like if i wasn't in a position to pray um, because praying is something intentional that you do i would feed my spirit with words um I'm going to shout out my girl, Sarah Jake. Her, I love her. I love her. I love her. She has a lot of amazing messages. So one of the things that I would start with is really just opening your heart and just receiving, mm-hmm. being ready to just receive. Let God pour into you. Um, look up messages on YouTube. Find you a preacher that is for you don't. Don't listen to nobody that's disturbing your spirit. If you're not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you're not in that position to hear about a whole bunch of religious uh practices and be preached at, right. don't listen to nobody who disturbs your spirit. List, listen to somebody that brings you you peace. And you will know if a message is for you. If it's yes. not for you, move on to the next one. Like one thing I do when I'm on YouTube is like, God, just put on you decide, like, let me feel what I should be listening to. And I put it on. I know it's going to be hard, but read your Bible. Um, yeah. Find a translation that's good for you. Uh, one of the things that I decided to do was I, I didn't start. I have started the Bible over and over again. I didn't start with Genesis. I decided, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm going to be a Christian, I'm going to start with the Gospels. Um, because I want to know who Jesus was and, um, like, what mm-hmm. he actually said. So, um, if you're not familiar, I, I, I'm pretty sure it starts with Matthew. Um, so, start with the Gospels. That's the life of Jesus Christ. Um, you can see words that he said, works that he did, um, and then go from there. And don't like feel like you got to sit down and read like the whole chapter. I read what I can, mm-hmm. like, and a lot of people. I, I'm a reader. So the Bible is actually very captivating and it's a lot of, it's a lot of suck up in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's some drama in the Bible. It's some, Oh, they got some tea, honey. Some tea in the yeah, Bible. They got some tea. It's,
0: Joseph it's, it's, brothers didn't throw him in the thing, girl. What did <laughs> they kill him. The man said, don't kill him. What,
1: sold them yes. all? Said, it's some good stuff in the I Bible. So just yes. find a translation that works for you. Like yes. um, I do a New Limit Translation or NIV. So uh, one of those, just you know, King James, it it's a lot. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not there yet, but find <laughs> a translation that works for you. Don't feel like you have to pray for hours or have these long, drawn out prayers. Even if it's Lord help me, mm-hmm. like Lord help me, Lord open my heart, Lord give me guidance, Lord give me peace. Like I'm constantly just talking to God all day. Yes, like God, like help me help me make this decision and that is what establishes relationship when you're in constant connection with him um so definitely do that um and then if you are into journaling journal um you can journal directly to him or just jot down your feelings um even if it is god i don't feel you Mm. how can i feel Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. help me feel you like and what you will see when you journal is progress. Like you may not have felt him on page one, but when you get a little bit more deep into the journal, you will see what he's doing and how he is showing up in your life.
0: So. oh my god too good clang 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 home <laughs> girls, if you got your glasses give her some clang clang that was so perfect no I agree with you and I love and I love the practical examples um that you gave because it is that mm-hmm. it's being thirsty for him you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's being hungry and seeking relationship and I can just relate yeah. to that so much I used to you know, I would be like, why is shit not going right for me? Right? Like, I'm such a good person. I'm such a good girlfriend. I'm such a good friend. I'm Mm -hmm. loyal. I'm faithful. Why? Why are people doing this to me? Why is this happening to me? And then I had to check myself. And I had to look and be like, well, it's because you put in this, this man in your relationship over Mm -hmm. the man that takes priority in your life at all times. So I'm I'm prioritizing the wrong person. Yes, you know, and then shifting that, shifting my mindset to understand mm-hmm. that like I have to be in connection with him for this thing called life to work because it's hard mm-hmm. and it's difficult. And I know that you know the fight isn't over. I'ma mm-hmm. keep you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm his warrior, mm-hmm. I gotta keep going. So one, yeah. I just want to thank you so much for being so candid and being so open to share your story and to be so transparent and vulnerable, especially because you did let me know that this is not your shit. Like yes. this, is, this isn't your go-to thing. So oh. I, I just want to thank you again. Oh. I am so confident and I am so sure that this episode is going to get such crazy responses oh. and love and appreciation. I'm claiming it. I'm claiming yes. it. Cause you just, I'm serious. You just have no idea what people are going through. A lot of people, mm-hmm and you can probably attest to this too because you talked about your image right like a lot of people are like really? I'm gonna deal with this by myself I'm gonna I'm yes. gonna deal with this behind closed doors so I just thank you for putting yourself out there and allowing me to share this and just being so real with it it was just beautiful I know everyone will be able to feel this over mm-hmm. the mic and
1: thank you this was so thank good. you <laughs> thank you for having me here and yes. me the opportunity even thinking that I would be a guest when you reached out i was like oh oh wow oh, talk.
0: let's go ahead and tell the homegirls good night and let them know mm-hmm. that you just got cozy in aaliyah's corner.
1: yes i am diana from the 757 and i just got cozy in aaliyah's corner,
0: period <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, homegirls. You be sure to keep up with Deanna. Her Instagram and all her socials will be tagged in the description. Please follow her, keep up with her, keep up with me on Instagram at Leah's Corner. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.